Ah, tis the season, that time of year when all marketing pundits make their way to their respective microphones and issue their predictions for the next year. While some are intriguing, nearly all of them speak to things happening on a macro or national scale. In this episode, Gore and I will handpick a few of the more popular predictions and discuss what impact they could possibly have on the local level. Welcome to the Local Marketing Trends Podcast, bringing you unique insights on the ever-changing world of local marketing from two of the industry's brightest analysts and forecasters, Corey Elliott and Gordon Burrell. Today's podcast is sponsored by Guarantee Digital, providing a full suite of white-label digital agency services and strategic guidance, and by Ground Truth. The nation's leading location-based marketing and advertising technology company helping brands build and activate marketing strategies based on real-world behaviors. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Gordon. Merry what have you. It's Corey Elliott and with me, as always, Gordon Burrell. Hello, Corey, and happy holidays to everybody. That was a lousy Santa Claus, by the way. What are you talking about? I I wasn't supposed to be Santa Claus. I was just a dude. Oh, it was the the ho-ho-ho part of it. So you you accomplished the dude. So thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Gordon, it's the end of the year, and you know what that means for us I know what that means. That means my martini shaker is going to be in overtime. But it also means the most ridiculous time of year when you begin yep. to see some of these these macro uh, predictions, and we they reach out to us, you know, in, in the press and say, "Hey, you know, would you like to issue some of your predictions for 2022?" And it's like, eh, "No, I don't want to do that." <laughs> yeah, it'll be the okay. year of video. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is. And this is what I want to do with this episode, as everybody has their hot toddy sitting by the fire listening to this, is just kind of muse, kind of go over some of these predictions that we've gathered up and, and talk a little bit about them. But I really want to focus on that. That's great that everybody's predicting this, but what does it mean to Main Street, either to a local media company or to a local business? Either one, what does it mean? I've got about six of them, six or seven of them. Thought maybe I could just riff with you, tell okay. you one. And Let's go. See what you're doing. Okay. And no particular order, by the way. One of the things you'll see if you start looking at all these predictions is everyone talks about the same thing they've been talking about, video. Video is key. It's And I saw one thing that struck me in, of why. It's the preferred method of the way people get want to get informed either about news or about how to do something if you have a video on your website that's going to be clicked the most so i kind of see it what do you think about that gordon what does it mean to main street i it's yeah it just sounds so simple video is 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 going to be big well it already is big but i i absolutely see the internet becoming something that you watch as opposed to something you go to and kind of read and look up stuff you'll still do that Yep. But video is going to play a big, big role in that. You're going to see shorter and shorter videos, but you can see a lot more videos. I, you know, I think, you know, when you think about it, what does that really mean at the local level? So if you're a media company, you're thinking, oh, I should shoot the high school sports game or the city right. council meeting or whatever. But think of it from an advertiser level. By the way, this is the local marketing and advertising trends uh, podcast. So think of, think of that. Here's the big question, and it's a big one. Who's going to produce and write? this content for local businesses. Don't underestimate the cost of that. 
businesses will want to shoot their own videos and it'll look like crap and they don't know how to script them out. So there's real, real value in being able to script these things out and doing it in a very efficient way. I, I expect there'll be some templated things, some type of plug-in content that will help them where you know a local business will only have to participate in a short amount of it, but then the rest of it will be very professionally done. But the production of the content itself and writing that content is going to be important. Well, it's interesting you bring that up. Maybe you skipped ahead on me, but that is one of the other predictions out there is that content, just like video, we've always said content is king, content is important. But this year, so many pundits are saying, oh man, 2022, it's going to be all about content. And I thought to myself, well, that's great. Who who the hell is going to make all the content? Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be all about video or all about content. But these are just subtle things that that really people tend to forget as they chase, you know, the new new shiny thing or continue to do some of the old crap from the past. But I do think you're right. Damn, I hate to agree with you so often about, about content. I think, Corey, that's the differentiator, given that the playing field is level in, in marketing services and advertising. You can manage advertising for any business. Hell, they're doing it even themselves, you know, internally. But if you have content and you have really good content, you are a media company and that content delivers of a fairly large and perhaps targeted audience, then that's going to be a differentiator. Not everybody will do that. You know, you don't want to be right. an ad agency that just knows about marketing. You want to be able to also say, and after we've done all this stuff, you develop this video and develop this really nice banner ad, we can punch a button and it goes across our content channels and you get immediate distribution and interaction. Which almost segues into our next thing is if you read enough of these predictions, you find out and you you see that some marketers, because I'm I'm reading a lot of marketers' predictions, right? And you see sometimes there's just an ounce of hope that they really hope this next thing happens. Not that it will, but they really hope it will. And that is just the general confusion I see around what the heck it means around cookies and what's going to happen with cookies in the next year. I don't think anyone knows exactly what the hell is going to happen. So what's your prediction? I mean, what happens? I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters because I I think AI is going to catch up with it, with things like synthetic data, which is just, um, you know, if I don't know who you are, Gordon, I can recreate you. I know your actions. I can, I can, I can recreate a virtual Gordon and still deliver you things. I can predict what you're doing. Oh, our podcasts are only good if we disagree. And you've picked yet another one that I agree on. So I'm, you're disappointing ah, me, Corey. Fair I enough. I think how many times in the past couple of months, hell, the past couple of days, have you clicked on that little button that says, our site accepts cookies, you know, accept cookies. You go, yeah, okay, click, done. Yep, yep So exactly. it doesn't matter. All these things that come up about security and about cookies nope. and about this and everybody's, you know, wanting to come and stand on stage and talk about it and scare everybody. I'm going, you know what? Technology finds a way of solving these issues. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic park advertising will find a way it, it will don't and did he say that about, in jurassic park i missed no that. He, he said life finds a way oh okay life uh finds a way so i say advertising uh finds a way i mean it's it's just going to and the local businesses have told us that the security you know are you concerned about personal security online around, around advertising and they've told us nah not really yeah so it's not on the top of their minds okay one more and then we're going to take a break Lasting COVID effects, a lot of predictions around what 
what the world is like after COVID. And it seems like it's dividing itself in between, I call it convenience shopping and experiential shopping, and that the divide between those two are going to get wider. In other words, if it's a if it's a convenience shopping, I want it to be even more convenient. If it's something I'm going to actually physically go to, I want it to be an experience. And I think COVID divided that, and it's it could get greater in the coming year. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it also plays into the content piece that you were talking about earlier. If you're a local merchant, a local business fighting against the Amazons and the Targets and the Walmarts, then you're going to have to find a way to differentiate yourself. You have the same product at possibly a higher price, and people yep. might want to just you know buy it online. So I think the differentiator in this case is that you know, people have made nests of their homes. They're now spending more time there than ever. They have lots and lots of home improvements. They're downsizing, upsizing, et cetera. So they're looking for, here it comes, personal service and expertise. And I think that's going to come back into vogue as it did, you know, when the department stores were first, you know, invented in the in the early 1900s. And they had all these people who would help Concierge. you make a decision. Yeah. yeah. Think about it. If if your Frigidaire goes on the Fritz or your LG TV or your iPhone or something like that, you know, who, who, you, who are you going to call? Uh, and think about it more at a local level at, you know, for gardening, you know, who can tell you where to plant grass, when to plant grass seed, what time of year, for instance, or how to turn an old poinsettia, you know, red again, or should I get teeth whitening done by my dentist or should I just continue to use this, this toothpaste? So all of the, you're seeing this on Google now, the opportunity for how-to and expertise mm -hmm. and everything. You talked earlier about video. We talked about content. It really is about pushing forward your company, your business as the expert in this particular thing, and then pushing it forward again so all the search engines find you. I think that's the real differentiator that you know, is going to come into play. I think that's something that COVID is pushing forward along with the usage of video yep. and content being more important these days. And again, like you said, maybe it's just the holiday spirit, but we're kind of in sync here. But right. I've got three more predictions for you, a couple more predictions. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Since 2012, Guarantee Digital has provided white-label product fulfillment and sales support for media partners and digital agencies in hundreds of markets. Some clients resell Guarantee Digital's full suite of agency products and enjoy white-glove fulfillment by Guarantee's Midwest-based team. Some simply hire Guarantee to be their on-demand sales specialist, booking Guarantee on calls to help them close more deals. How can we help your agency grow? Learn more at GuaranteeDigital.com. That's G-U-A-R-A-N-T-E-E-Digital.com. Ground Truth's advertising solutions reach consumers during relevant moments throughout their day to generate meaningful business engagement for marketers. Ground Truth can help you deliver solutions to support your goals, whether it's boosting awareness, driving store and website visits, or increasing sales. Find ways to extend your reach and amplify your message across CTV, mobile, and desktop. Find and engage consumers based on where they've been or where they are in real time. Ground Truth makes the process of growing your business seamless. Learn more at www.groundtruth.com. Welcome back. Did you top off that martini, Mr. Burrell? I did. I'm already halfway through it. And it was a yes. short commercial. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Wow. Down in them. Good for you. Okay. Let's continue our discussion about these fantastical predictions for 2022 that we're hearing from all the marketing pundits out there. And boy, if you if you do a search, you're going to find a lot of people. And this goes back to, I think, marketers being really, really hopeful. And you'll see a lot of people bashing Facebook. Like, oh man, 2022, that's it. Facebook, it's done. It's over. This whole meta thing, forget about it. It's it's crashing. It's burning. It smells to me like really wishful thinking. How about you? Yeah, you know, it's it's like people saying broadcast TV was dead when, when cable came along. Look, I, I think Facebook in this decade will become what the TV set became in the seventies It's where old people sat around and watched, you know, the Bob Hope Christmas special, all the family, little house on the Prairie. Facebook mm -hmm. to me is for boomers and Gen Xers, us, Corey, yep. Yep. Uh, exactly. you know, it's, it's for those who are getting a divorce and trying to recapture the youth by reconnecting with their high school prom date or posting pictures of, you know, the handful of super Mario Nintendo game cartridges they found in their attic. And that's the way Facebook is going to go. This new generation, I think, has much shorter attention spans and different interests. They're going to communicate in hashtags. <laughs> that's what they do. And 10-second videos on Instagram, TikTok, or maybe even some other platform we don't know about yet. The, these 20-somethings of today, which we heard from in a, in a previous podcast, they're going to take communication in a very different direction, all centered on their cell phones. The only time they'll use TV yeah is they want to project something like a movie from their phone to a larger screen. Exactly. If they want to show what's on their phone on a bigger format. So what does this mean for, let's stick with Facebook for a minute. I don't see in 2022 a significant shift in how local businesses will use Facebook. I don't think anything's going to really change there. How about you? Something more practical has got to come along for them with these short videos. And I do think there will be something there. We're seeing some of it. It might be, you know, this influence marketing that goes on where somebody who's got a big following on Facebook is endorsing a product in 15 seconds if they can, you know, actually do that. But there's something we probably can't envision maybe because of our age or maybe because, you know, there's just a lot of new stuff to kind of track out there and it's hard to figure out which one is next. But I do think it involves social media in some form. And that is just media where people interact with each other. Nobody right. typically controls it. And there has got to be some marketing application that really, really works. And Facebook ain't going away. It's just, it, it's not. It did exactly what Google did, you know, years ago, it renamed itself Alpha, but we still say Google is Google. Facebook is going to be Facebook. Yep. There will be other things that come along in terms of a social interaction platform that provide fantastic marketing opportunities. I couldn't agree more. Look at this. We're still agreeing. Okay, let's try this one. A lot of predictions about uh, just the changing face of measurement, usually, and I'm talking specifically uh, about TV and digital, you know, the woes, we talk about woes for Nielsen and Comscore and all those guys. People argue that impressions are the way to go. OGRPs are on the way out. What are different engagement metrics? There's a lot of talk and predictions about how things are going to be measured and about marketing attribution. And I think it still comes down to, it boils down to me and to a local advertiser or a local business is, look, I don't care how you measure anything. That's not what I care about. What I care about is results. What I care about is somebody coming in through my door. If you can measure foot traffic or somebody coming in based on a campaign, then I'll pay attention. 
God, I got to say, I agree again. That, that Damn it. So much. But, you know, here's what we're going to be doing, Corey. In okay. 2022 and beyond, we're going to continue what we've done for the past 21 years, and that is follow the money. I am, I am so tired of this measurement and audience size. Everybody's got to say, you know this more than anybody, my audience is bigger than everybody else's. Oh, Give me the, Lord. Yeah. What, what is the big number? Say? Give me the big big number. number. I I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many times I've given big numbers. You know what that is, Corey? Bullshit. Sorry. There I said it. I am tired of these gape mouthed, googly eyed people watching Mary Meeker from Kleiner Perkins Uh, throw up these mm -hmm, charts that say, mm -hmm. oh, wow, look at the big gap between the enormous size of the radio audience and the tiny share of advertising dollars it gets. WARC, the the World Advertising Research Council, I guess it is, just a few weeks ago said pretty much the same thing. Audio gets, you know, 38% of the total audience should only seven or 8% of ad dollars. That's just such a bunch of bull. Everybody rushes to social media and shares, 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 as if, you know, the advertiser is going to say, oh, hey, uh, I need to fill that gap. I think I'll buy $25,000 worth of radio advertising. We're going to follow the money. And I'm telling you that the money isn't chasing these massive audiences of lean back viewers and listeners. It's absolutely chasing the lean forward Wallet-ready consumers, as I said before, if you don't believe me, you've forgotten the lesson in the newspaper industry. Remember the classified advertising, the yellow pages, books, all those listings 20 years ago. Now, get this. 20 years ago, before newspapers lost these classified sections and the Internet and the yellow pages lost their franchise to Google, they commanded – this is newspapers and yellow pages – they commanded $50 billion in ad revenue versus radio and TV's roughly $20 billion Despite the fact, get this, that people spent less than 25 minutes a day with the newspaper and almost no time with the Yellow Pages book and five hours a day with TV and radio. There's your vote right there to follow the dollars. It's lean forward, people looking for stuff to buy. Wallet ready. That's the audience the advertisers want. It's going to get worse in the future or better if you're in that business. If you don't believe me, look at the advertising growth in the past few years from Corey, that company that's amassed the largest and most formidable audience of wallet-ready consumers. Who is it, Corey? I, I think it's like uh, named after a river or something. I don't know. Amazon, nearly yep. $40 billion in counting, and they've just gotten started with local right now. Now, okay, okay, here, here. We'll end on this because I'll push back just a little bit. I understand what you're saying. At the same time, you're talking about, look, all the money is flowing to that bottom of that funnel. Because it's 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 lean, you call it lean forward, wallet ready. Where does the person leaning forward get the idea to lean forward? Where is that branding message? Where is that top of the funnel stuff coming from? Or that's where's too, that's that too going deep to be? For me, I can't follow that. <laughs> so let me correct you. I didn't say all the money is going to the bottom of the okay. funnel. A lot of it is going to the to the bottom of that funnel. That's where advertisers want to be. They just they just want to be there. Only the smartest advertisers will say, you know what? Massive audiences where I put my branding messages, that is where, and we're going to be addressing this at our conference in March as well. There's some great studies that show this. Branding really, really drives response, and it gets that, that you know, it plays the serendipity. The people didn't know your product existed, you were out there, or weren't thinking of buying a refrigerator. And then they see one, they go, oh, 
yeah, you know, I need a new one. Mm, I think I'll go there and, and buy one. So, you know, they're not quite wallet ready. There's some value in that. But I'm just saying that advertisers, when you follow the money, that's where their dollars are going at that lower end of the funnel. Oh, and look at this. It comes back to what we've always been preaching then. It takes somebody to understand all of marketing, to understand that. I understand the attraction of putting money close enough to the bottom of the funnel where, yeah, I put money here and I see a result. But do you want more? Do you want to grow your customer base? Then it takes an entire marketing plan that does include a top of a funnel. Thank you very much. Yep. And I think from the ashes of a lot of media companies, they're seeing really, really struggling with, with revenues. They'll rise some sort of Phoenix company that really knows about advertising and marketing and content and all the, the various platforms. Absolutely. Let's start that company, Gordon. Let's do that. Anyway, thank you, everybody. Corey, thank you again. I hope everybody has a warm and safe holiday and uh, happy new year. We will see you in the new year. 2022 is just around the corner. Happy new year, everyone. You've been listening to the Local Marketing Trends Podcast, sponsored by Guaranteed Digital and by Ground Truth. If you have submissions or ideas for future shows or guests, email the hosts at podcast at Associates.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, market well.